Welcome to the second episode of Deconstructing Success. I hope you enjoyed the Grant and Delena Cardone interview. And if you haven't listened to this yet, it is the very first episode of the Deconstructing Success podcast. Each Friday, we will deconstruct a concept, an idea, a thought. Basically, it will be something valuable to you. Here at the Deconstructing Success podcast, our focus is for you to take action so that we can help you and inspire you to improve your thoughts and ultimately your life. Today, I want to talk about memories and how drawing on our memories and relying on our memories can either impact our future decision-making in either a positive or negative way. But before we get into the topic of memories, I want to go over why we are covering this today. This came about as I was reflecting on my own sense of power and control. Now, let's talk a little bit about sense of power and control. We either have an internal or external sense of power and control. We're conditioned by our parents, our carers, teachers, our religion, and so many other factors. We're basically trained to either believe that we can influence what happens in our lives or that we cannot influence what happens in our lives. And depending on which sense of power you adopt, then over time this forms into a belief and the more you practice that thinking, it will become a reinforced belief, which then forms part of your belief system. So basically, when you think about it, it simply becomes a habit to think a certain way. And as a result of all of this, we then form an either internal or external sense of power. So for example, let's say you're learning a new skill or you're a student who's going to undertake an exam. Those with a strong internal sense of power and control are likely to believe that their results will be achieved through their own efforts. So knowing this, they will put in time and effort into the skill they're learning or time and effort into studying for their exam because they know that the more that they put in, the more that they will get. Those with a strong external sense of power and control are more likely to believe that their results are due to good or bad luck. They don't believe that this has anything to do with their own ability. So knowing this, they're less likely to put in time and effort into the skill they're learning or whatever they're studying for their exam. Those who have a strong external sense of power actually become powerless. I want you to think about your own internal dialogue here. What do you say to yourself when something goes well in your life or when things don't go so well? Do you say things like, well, yes, of course, the result was fantastic because I worked really hard? Or do you say something like, well, that didn't go well because that wasn't my fault. That has something to do with the course that I was studying or the teacher that was teaching us. You'll be able to gauge whether you have a strong internal or external sense of power and control when you really tune into your own internal dialogue. Okay, so how do we connect these two memories and how this can impact our future decision-making? Well, reflecting upon our sense of power and control, when we make decisions, we draw memories from our past. Now, our past, our upbringing, have significantly contributed a huge part in forming our belief system. And as part of our belief system, we either believe we have an internal or external sense of power and control. It is really important to understand that your success has nothing to do with your past and what we think we believe when it comes to our past experiences or memories. 
Now, to understand why it's not about the past, we need to understand that one, memory is entirely constructed, and two, we do not store emotions. We believe that our memories, to some degree, are accurate, but they're actually not. So I want you to think about a memory, the first one that pops into your mind. And when you're thinking about this, your mind is most likely replaying a showreel or snapshots of whatever that memory entails. The thing is, we believe that our brain is pulling out this information from a magical cabinet so that we can remember this particular memory in detail. Now, it feels as though we do have this huge filing cabinet where all these snapshots and videos are stored, but in actual fact, we don't have a vault in our brains that can store all of this information with extreme detail accurately. In 2000, professors of psychology, Oxner and Schachter, stated that cognitive psychology and neuroscience have impressively demonstrated that memory is an active process that involves interpretation and construction at all stages. When I came across this information, I truly found it fascinating. So basically what this means is that we construct our memories in real time. So these photos, snapshots, and videos that we see in our mind are recreated every single time we revisit that memory. When we recall an experience or memory, we gather bits of data that our brain neurons have encoded and stored. So what happens is that this information and data that we're relying on has missing information. It's like having a jigsaw puzzle with all of these missing pieces. So imagine an entire jigsaw puzzle laid out on the floor with some pieces placed in their correct positions and others not because they're missing. We need to fill those gaps in to complete the jigsaw. But in this case, we're filling in those gaps to complete the memory and experience that we had previously. These are the many factors that affect how we translate and experience and remember events. We need to factor in how we're feeling at the time of the experience, what belief system we had then, our own perspective of the world at the time, and our thinking styles at the time, our self-belief and the mood we were in at the time of the event and the memory. We then have to factor in the same variables at the time we're constructing our memory to fill in those gaps. It's more accurate to say that we're actually reconstructing the memory in real time whilst we're filling in those gaps with information based on our current thinking style, our current belief system, our current perspective of the world, etc. So you can see that our memories are not entirely accurate and when we are making decisions, we do draw from our past experiences and memories. I find this fascinating because we can truly stop ourselves from progressing in our lives if we have adopted an external sense of power and control, but also if we are going to believe our memories in their entirety. What matters is that your belief system can be changed. It requires a lot of hard work, but it is possible. The other thing to mention is to be very aware of yourself when you are drawing on a memory and how you feel when you are remembering the memory, but also to be aware and break down the variables that are impacting the construction of your memory. There are many things that stop us from really living the life we want and the person we want to be. 
One of this is drawing on our past memories and basing our future decisions on those memories that are not entirely accurate. We will be talking more about this in future episodes, but for now, knowing how memories are constructed will help you make better decisions as well as look at your own belief system. Remember that you are so worthy for success and the life that you want. Your existence matters and your future success is waiting for you. Thank you so much for listening. This is Tima. Tima.